trust is the glue of life. It's the most essential ingredient in effective communication. It's the foundation principle that holds all relationships. A great quote from Stephen Covey. Let me share that with you again. Trust is the glue of life. It's the most important, essential ingredient in effective communication. It's the foundation principle that holds all relationship. Father God, I commit this episode to you holding all relationships in your hand. Staying in the middle of an intersection of grace, ah, it's the best place to be. Sitting in his glory will teach me what I need. I look into your faithfulness and discover deep inside that my heart is being quickened and there's no better place to abide. (laughs) I love writing those little poems about him. Welcome. Welcome to Intentional Now Podcast. It is an engaging workshop discussion on change and purpose and redefining what we say yes to it. Hello, I'm Kristen Wombeck. I am a spiritual entrepreneur. Yes, I am chasing bold dreams, doing the work and asking. Hmm, I like to ask really good questions. And getting, I am getting life done. yes. And you might say, Don, yes, the life that we're meant to live. Let's do this, okay? (laughs) Welcome and welcome to my international listeners. And hey, can I tell you a little secret? I just got finished recording this already and my husband cruised home on his motorcycle, Harley, yes. <laughs> and my dog was so busy snoring in the first episode, I went, oh my goodness, so distracting. <laughs> and so I went, Lord, okay, what do you want me to do? Do we just leave it as it is and the editing? And I just thought, you know, I think I'm going to do this again. It feels like it's really important. And so I wanted to take a second shot. I I think it's really important. So thank you. Mm-hmm. I just told you my little secret here. And guess what? Today, our takeaways are we're going to stay in the middle of the intersection of grace. Isn't that what I just did? I'm going to go back and say, all right, I don't want to move from this chair, this place that I'm seated in the intersection of grace. I'm staying right there. And grace is just going to come and meet us there. We're going to talk about the door of trust, knowing what you're trusting, and activation today at the throne of grace. Yes, that will be so awesome. And we're going to deal with feeling distant or distracted. And yes, this is a two-part series, a two-part episode that's just going to keep on giving. Yes, it is part of the Discovery series. And you know, God is teaching me and I'm sharing that with you. And we're just going to continue to experience that together. Now, let me give you a recap from the episode before. Remember, I asked you a question. Any of my listeners also feel like they are in the middle of an intersection? Well, the intersection of grace, 
I shared with you a story about the famed seer of Lublin. And what were the things that we pondered from both of those episodes? They were hidden in the story. So remember the seer of Lublin was traveling with his Torah students and came to an intersection. He didn't know which way to turn. He asked the driver, loosen the reins and let the horses go in whichever direction they will. Hmm, just a thought here. Even those of us who have already developed our ability to see in the spirit have to rely on faith and grace to get us where we need to go. Mm -hmm. This applies for all of us. No matter what leg of the journey you're on at um, developing your spiritual senses, we are not always aware. Get this. We are not always aware of the prayers we help to fulfill. Mm -hmm. So when we loosen the reins, just like those horses, and we allow grace to take us where we need to go, we're not always aware of the prayers we help to fulfill. Now, remember those Torah students? Well, they were totally concerned about their provisions for the Sabbath evening because what did the rabbi always do? He gave away any excess to the poor at the end of every day. So something I picked up in there is God's provision also can put you in the desired location. Mm -hmm. So grace intersections are filled with the answers to more than just your own prayers. (laughs) I invite you to go back and listen to both of the episodes 56 and 57. And then draw your own conclusion about the story named The Crossroads Puzzle. It's really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed meditating on it. I enjoyed what the Lord was teaching me. So let me read you another scripture you are very familiar with. And also, this is part of my journal notes that God shared with me in these lessons of the intersection and where the scriptures closely relates it to being an intersection, they call it and refer to it as a crossroads. Mm-hmm. So in scripture, you won't find the word intersection, you will find the word crossroads. So in Hebrews 4.16, it says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Now, I love the mirror translation. Listen to it, right? It says, for this reason, we can approach the authoritative throne of grace with bold utterance. We are welcomed there in his embrace and are reinforced with immediate effect in times of trouble. Let's highlight that immediate effect in times of trouble. Who, amen, huh? <laughs> now, an intersection, it may contain times of trouble, but he has drawn our attention to his embrace, wherein we discover that grace is a conduit of provision. I'm going to say that again. Now, in an intersection, we may, it may contain times of trouble, but he has drawn our attention to his embrace, wherein we discover that grace 
it's a conduit of provision. Mm -hmm. So while I'm highlighting this, this is totally my journal notes. Mm -hmm. This is where it all comes from here. I shared with you last week that I have almost 20 years of journals. Journaling is my A number one top of the list tool totally across the board. And personally, as an entrepreneur, it's the most important wisdom tool I can share with you. And I do, I share it with you. (laughs) It is what taught me how to listen and to hear God's voice. Mm -hmm. So currently I'm taking registrations for a journaling life. It's a mini online series, which you can find, it's included as the bonuses in my Coaching for Life program and also in I'm Living Forward template. Now that template is totally my personal journal and planner template shared. It's especially for coaches, entrepreneurs, social media marketers. I also include a journaling life. It's a bonus. So remember in that it is what I use every day. That's why it is so personal. It is so useful for me. I can track all of my social media, my stats, my marketing, and all of my personal stuff, my journaling, um, my devotions with God, (laughs) talking to you. I write my podcast. I write my books there. Like I said, it's my A number one wisdom tool. And I am inviting you. Yes, I'm inviting you because what do I do? I'm helping you succeed in life and the marketplace. Yep, that includes all of your entrepreneurial dreamers out there too. Yep, you people out there that need to take a big step of faith. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now that was a whole lot of encouragement thrown your way. Amen? (laughs) So let's continue on, okay? So a very personal and tender part of last week's episode. Yeah, it was really tender, which carries great importance for us today. Now, grace has an appointed path. We discovered that, remember in Jeremiah 6, 16, intersections and crossroads. This is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is. Walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. So while we're focusing on the middle of the intersection of grace, I asked God, right? I'm asking the ancient paths and those are real spiritual places in heaven, the ancient pathways. Yep, it's absolutely awesome. But I'm asking him while I'm focusing here in the middle of the intersection of grace and he's teaching me, I asked him, "Um, what does my pink picture have to do with trust? And these are the things that he brought forward for our episode today. His I am-ness within me said, did you get that? His I amness within me, within you, speaks. Trust feels identical to your pink cafe picture. It feels identical. Let me pull that apart a little bit for you. For me, the pink is my preferred color. It looks like my identity, unique. Same thing for you. 
Yeah. What is your preferred color? What is that God draws your attention and your senses to? Mm -hmm. It looks like your identity and it's unique. So this cafe picture, Peggy Portions Cake Bakery in London, right? It's decorated with wonderful floral wreaths and garlands. It totally speaks to my gifting. My gifting I call a bow and poof ministry. Yep, read the book. <laughs> I can't explain everything within an episode session here. So, so it's perfect. It is my perfect hangout place, right? So let's imagine here again, you and I are best friends. We're sitting at this sidewalk cafe in a foreign country in London, right? Obviously, it has sweet things on the inside, right? So it makes you feel loved. These are all the things that God is highlighting to me about trust, the identity of trust, who we trust in him, who he is, right? It makes me feel loved. It makes me feel uniquely identified in him. And he said to me that he makes such attention to details. That silly pink picture, which I highlighted it, I screenshotted it, um, I made a card with, it's on my, my wallpaper on my computer. Yes, because he is teaching me through it. God is into details about you. Yeah, so those things that draw you, the things that catch your attention, the uniqueness that we could write down, you could write down five things that would catch your attention, that God speaks to you in and through. God is into the details about you. When I heard him say that, I felt his trust as we're friends. That's that face-to-face and I am so honored to be spoken to like I'm God's best friend. Because best friends, you know, where are best friends going to take me out for lunch or take me out for a cup of coffee? Where are they going to take me? Yep, they're going to take me to the best hangout. They would take me. God would totally take me to Peggy Portion's Cake Bakery in London. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I'm trying to highlight here. God would take you exactly as your best friend to the place that most is uniquely looks like you, right? <laughs> and that's what he's explaining to both of us. That's This is trust. This is what trust looks like. You go in and out and it's unique to you. So I love this quote by Mary Ann Williamson. Trust is very hard if you don't know what you're trusting. So God is making it easier for us when we experience and know him. Trust is very hard if you don't know what you're trusting. So obviously you can see my episode graphic. So today... 
we have a pink door. <laughs> Novel, right? So I've spent the entire week, and now it's going from one week into two weeks into three weeks, talking to the Lord, to him, and he's teaching me about trust. So let's imagine, would you imagine with me about my pink door? And you can change the color if you'd like to. What does a door provide? A door, a door provides you with access. You can come and go. And I mean, we could think so much about that. Imagine if it had a lock. You have the key. It means you have open and free access at all times, right? So we have complete access to Father God in and through Christ Jesus. Yep, it is just total and it's complete. And that is truth, period, complete access. So if we're feeling distant or distracted, that is another issue. Mm -hmm. And yes, when I was writing this out, I heard your question. Kristen, can we deal with that before we move on? And of course, I said yes. <laughs> so at that time, I went, okay, God, I can feel this is going to be a two-part episode. So together, let's employ the scripture I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. I know you're going, wait a minute. No, you have a pause bet button. <laughs> wait a minute. I'm going to get a pen and a paper, or I'm going to get my iPad so that I can take notes, right? Well, let me give you a hint about journaling and note-taking. My encouragement to you is first, just listen to this and the activation. Listen to it. Partner with it. Let Holy Spirit trust you. Not trust you. Um, teach you. Mm -hmm. That's the word I want. Let Holy Spirit teach you. And then go back in and take notes. That way you won't miss a wonderful, delicious morsel that he gives you, right? In that feeling moment, right? So Hebrews 4.16. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Mm-hmm. That's what God's doing with us, you and me, listener, today, <laughs> together. So what this means is I'm setting up an activation at the throne of grace, and we're going to deal with the feeling of distance, and we're to find out what is distracting us. Maybe you already know. Mm -hmm. So number one, it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. And number two, it's a dis. And that is keeping you from being on track. Distraction. Mm -hmm. So a definition of a dis, it is an American slang for disrespect. So dis is also a negative prefix. It means not or none. And when we add a dis to the beginning of a word like distraction, we give it the opposite meaning. So, this takes you off track. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get you back on track and feeling his nearness. And that's a really good thing. Remember, <laughs> this is a workshop style podcast and we are doing the doing part. Amen. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can hear just a whole bunch of questions. I'm going, okay, don't get distracted. We are going to have an activation. So I have a note. I have a little note for you. As I'm leading you into the activation, we're stepping into a into the spirit. It's the spirit realm or heaven or the kingdom of heaven within you. Holy Spirit is our guide and counsel. Your imagination is like a monitor in which you allow him to maneuver and communicate with. Yeah, so you could have a computer device with a monitor, a TV, all those things. In the spirit, you have a monitor, a prophetic monitor that Holy Spirit can put pictures, feelings, words, any of those things there. And you're just going to trust him. So I have another hint for you. Reading the unfinished book will expedite this process. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the reason why I wrote it. I wrote it to help you and to share with you my journey on how I learned and stepped into heaven and began to develop my spiritual sentences. Sentences. Senses. I got it. (laughs) Yep, that's just a little infomercial, and you know where all my links are there at the bottom of the notes of the episode. Okay, back to the throne of grace. Remember... He leads you into all truth. And this is our first trust test. (sighs) Yeah, that was a deep breathe in, breathe out. This is our first trust test because God leads you into all truth. Mm -hmm. Do you trust him to show you? Great. So just believe what he shows you. Write it down, go from there. There are no wrong answers. When you write something down, even as goofy or simple as it might be, he says, look, look at her. She's believing me. She's believing that she's hearing me. And remember, he leads you into all truth. Holy Spirit is absolutely there present with you. And we are employing the throne of grace to deal with the feeling of distance and distraction. Amen? So let us, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. So with confidence, we draw near. And how about we use that pink door? Hmm? We'll just use my pink door as an anchor. And if Holy Spirit changes it, you just go with Holy Spirit and allow him to lead you. So, Father God, I thank you for Jesus Christ, who today is a pink door. Let's keep it simple, okay, folks? (laughs) So we put our spiritual hands right there on that handle, and we push the pink door in. And we step into your presence. And with boldness, we can be, come before your throne of grace. Now you are stepping across and through the threshold 
allow your spiritual ears and eyes and your senses to begin to locate the room, locate the atmosphere inside, outside. It just, it doesn't matter where the the door leads you to. Just go with it. And on the other side of the pink door, breathe in, breathe out. Just take a minute to let your senses, as I call, ping the environment, the realm, like um, a submarine does pink with its radar. So it says, shows them what is underneath the water. It's the same thing. Your, Your spiritual senses in your eyes are all of a sudden seeing more light as you patiently wait in that environment. Mm-hmm. So a throne is anywhere you feel and perceive his authority. Mm-hmm. Yes, even within the kingdom of heaven within you. And some of you may actually see a throne. I have seen thrones and they have been regal and noble, what you think a throne would be. And then all of a sudden they've been goofy and practical. It's how we learn. It's how he wants to talk to us in that intimate place. We also all have thrones in heaven and in earth. And that's great. Some of you may feel his godliness, his holiness, his goodness, his love, his care for you. Mm. Amen and amen. That is all good. So point A in our activation is complete. You are experiencing nearness. This is truth. Jesus inside of you is truth. Mm -hmm. Write down what you are perceiving. (laughs) You have just now encountered your own pink door experience, and you have access to it eternally. Remember, heaven is alive. The same thing that I did that I led you through and we opened that pink door, put our hand on the handle and walk through that threshold. You can do that every day, every day. And Holy Spirit will meet you there every day. You're stepping through the torn flesh of Jesus Christ, the rent veil of Jesus Christ, stepping into the access that he's provided you from his gift the death on the cross. (laughs) Now, (laughs) in this place of wonderful nearness, repeat after me. Mm -hmm. Father God, I ask for your forgiveness for believing the lie that I was distant from you. For believing the lie that you were distant from me. Forgive me. I nail that lie to the cross. I renounce its power over me. And I declare that the love of God will never leave me, never forsake me, and nothing can separate me from the love of God. Declare this with me. Romans 8.38 This is my conviction. No threat, whether it be death or life, 
be it celestial messengers, demon powers, or political principalities. Nothing known to us right here at this time or even in the unknown future. No dimension or calculation in time or space, nor any device that has not yet been invented, has what it takes to separate me from you, God. Nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God demonstrated in and through Christ. The Lordship of Jesus Christ is my ultimate authority. Done, done, period, praise, amen, right? He is our ultimate authority. So now I invite you just to stay in this place with me. Stay here. Mm -hmm. You're doing awesome. And I'm so proud of you. And I'm going to give you just a little bit of heads up. Okay? I may be leading you in a simple activation of connection. Mm -hmm. But this pink jaw of Jesus Christ is able to do exceedingly above what we might think a simple activation is purposed for. Mm -hmm. I'm going to swing that door wide open. The door was just an anchor for us to feel his nearness. So with that door wide open, because remember, grace in a time of need. That's why we're here at the throne of grace is for, and it's for you. And Holy Spirit has been purposing for this day for you to hear, feel, see him because he knows you and he knows you, the cries of your heart. So this door is wide open for healing. Let him touch you. For miracles, let him touch you. For provision, let him touch you. For care, let him hug you and love on you. For manifestations, let him allow you to see. For wisdom and insights and favor and relationship miracles and wonders beyond our imagination. Praise you, God. This pink door, yes. Open wide, yes. So let's kick the butt of this dis, which is keeping you off track. Amen? <laughs> and just a practical testimony. We did exactly the same thing last night at our church gathering. Yep, Wednesday night church gathering, same thing in our ecclesia. Because we had noticed there had been an onslaught against families, which had occurred since the last time we had met. So we did exactly this under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. We asked God, and we each stepped in, we asked him to show us every access point. And he did faithfully. We all had a different, a different picture, a different site, a different place, and a different interpretation. And we put that all together on the table. And we did it and we kicked it in the butt. And God is so brilliant. That's my testimony to you today. It works. So walk with me, please. <laughs> Jesus, while I'm standing on the other side of this pink door in a heavenly realm I call grace. I'm imagining that Jesus is going to use the backside of this pink door as a bulletin board. Yep, 
that easy for you just to imagine. That pink door, look on the back side, and Jesus is going to make it in bull- a bulletin board so that you can see and perceive. And he's going to use it as a tool. So, Jesus, I ask that you would please show my listener what is pinned on the back of the door. It could be drawn. It could be a place anywhere on the back of the door. Show them what is distracting them. It may be a picture of a person who you have relationship issues with. It may be his voice in words or written. It could be an emotion, an image. It could be another window. It just anything. What is pinned like, you know, a sticky note on this bulletin board? Yes, write it down. Let's take a moment to allow Jesus to pinpoint the dis that has taken us off track. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Now, if you would follow along with me, please. Jesus, I acknowledge what you have shown me, and I ask for forgiveness for allowing this person, if he gave you a name, for allowing a place, an emotion, a thing, a trauma, to have power over my day, over my thoughts, over my emotions. I ask for your forgiveness. Forgive me. I acknowledge my part in the situation, my actions, my responses. I ask you for forgiveness. (laughs) So this is just a side note in the area of relationships. Sometimes Jesus asks us to clean up a mess in personal relationships. We might forgive a person. And this is a hint of wisdom. When we ask people for forgiveness in the spirit or we forgive them, and Jesus wants us to make some kind of restitution towards that relationship. My years of wisdom says in this area only, in relationships, only take action, only move in the timing that the Lord shares with you. Mm -hmm. We're relying on what you just did in the spirit, forgiving another individual. We're relying on that. So it's like you've stepped out of prison from holding somebody um, regarding a trauma in your life, right? Well, now that just frees it up for Holy Spirit to work on their heart. The timing of their heart and your heart may not be in sequence. So you want to allow Holy Spirit to direct you in and if or when you would possibly go ask them for forgiveness in person. That's just wisdom and truth right there. Mm -hmm. Because what happens if we step outside of his timing and development on this other person's heart? We could in turn be hurt again. And he doesn't want that to happen. So it's really important that you get those confirmations from the Lord. Took me years to figure that one out. (laughs) 
<laughs> Jesus, I ask for forgiveness for being distracted by social media and computer devices. I ask for your forgiveness that I have allowed them to eat up my time. Jesus, together we remove everything that you and I have taken care of today that was on this bulletin board on the back of the pink door. And we crumple it up in our hands and we hand it to you. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yep, we hand it to you. We say, done deal. <laughs> yep. And this would be a really good time for you to reinforce the need for a plan of action and strategy. Mm -hmm. And I will let you and Jesus both get back to that, right? So you've exchanged something here today. You've exchanged that which distracted you. And so when we have a plan of action or strategy with the Lord, then it's keeper easier to stay focused. Mm-hmm. So please let me know if I can help you. I'm really good with that. <laughs> I love to help people. Okay, so this is a really good time for us to have communion in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can pause the episode and go actually get the elements if you'd like, or we can just have the elements before us. Because Jesus, you are the true and living word sent from heaven seated in heaven. We are seated in heaven. And we eat and we take your flesh. We take what you have done here today as your flesh. And we consume it. And Jesus, we drink. And today it felt like we drank water that cleansed us. And that water, it turned into wine. You're still turning water to wine. And what cleansed us? So what used to distract me, to distract us, has now been supernaturally exchanged and altered. Mm -hmm. And we drink that in. And we give you glory and we thank you for our communion. We thank you. We thank you. And I thank you for what you are doing in this intersection of grace. And thank you that you're teaching us and we're learning together. And this is a really good place to pause. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, for the access of this door of trust as we step in and out and for those of you, heads up for my patron subscribers, you have immediate access to the next episode in your early release bonus. So I will bid you, listener, have a blessed day. Remember, there are links below for your convenience. I love it when my listeners locate me on social media, the accesses and resources at my website and also contact information. It would be great and it would be bless me if you would consider being a patron subscriber. <laughs> and I have one more favor. Ah, it really helps if you leave a five-star review, a comment, questions, encouragement, help. It all supports the podcast. It just 
makes the communion of our community, right? So trust is the glue of life. It is the most essential ingredient in effective communication. It's the foundation principle that holds all relationships. (laughs) Thank you. I'll see you soon. Bye now.